it's Voltaire. No, because yeah. we're, we're, we're doing Voltaire? it differently After now. the philosopher. We're doing... My dad, I, I don't know, man. My mama named me, man. Voltaire, I think the 4AM. Was that was Voltaire, wasn't that it? That was. Do you that know what it is? Voltaire. Well, no, it was Descartes. That was Descartes. No, Voltaire sorry. was... Um, <clears throat> I do not... I do not... I may not agree okay, with... Okay, okay. I may not agree with your... Um, yeah. I defend to death. But I defend... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you're right, a very this... tolerant human being, basically. Ah, uh, nah, man, fuck everybody all the time, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> but your mum named you Voltaire. She did, and for very good reason. Bro, can I just do the introduction, please? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> but anyway... Man. I've never met anyone called Voltaire. <laughs> such a powerful name. We'll come back to it. <laughs> it sounds good, but yeah. We'll come back to it. We're going we're gonna to let Leo um, exert sorry, his sorry, uh, sorry, stresses. Sorry, 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 Leo. Go on, Leo, when you're ready. <laughs> all right, this, this feels very unnatural um, and very professional at the same time. But today we have a, we have another guest, an amazing individual who I really respect a lot. Um, currently, a property developer. Come on. Retired youth worker. Come on. Master youth worker. Come actually. on. He used to run his own organization, um, support a lot of people, um, uplifted a lot of people, help people develop. And you know what? I think till this day you do that anyways. That's that's you. Um, that never goes away. I guess. Is there anything else you wanna add to that? Um, no, father. Yeah, father husband, as well. Husband, brother, you know, friends. Mm. And shining star, ladies and gentlemen, shining star. Yeah, you and then and then today we got myself, Leo. We got we got an amazing. You said Leo and did this. I'm no, Voltaire. I said, my, I said myself, Leo, and I'll pass it on to you. Oh yeah, man, I'm Voltaire. Y'all already know who I be. Come on, we out here. But what's what, what's this? Everyone's just rusty. Like it's just it's 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 crazy out here, huh? Mm. You're rusty, bruv. Come, come sit here then. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, yeah, man, it's nice to have you here, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's, what, what's been going on? What have you been up to? You know what? It's, do you know what? I could be deep or I could just be plain. <laughs> bro, start, start on the surface and then go deep. Bro, go deep. So I think what's been going on um, is trying to... It's just trying to redefine myself and what my purpose is. Okay. Mm. Because I think I've been, from from a long time, I've always felt like it's my responsibility to, not to give back, but <clears throat> but to try to uplift people, mm. right? As we were talking about before. Um, and now I'm in a commercial world where my responsibility is to build and sell sell things. I'm still trying to figure out how... I can make it fit with my values mm. and still feel good and, and feel really good about the commercial side, which is possible, really possible. But um, but finances are involved, mm. and when finances are involved, it can slightly pivot your motivations. So, do, do, do you know what? So, I wanted to ask you a really, really important question. Yeah. So, going, um, it's inspired by Milambo, by the way. This question, yeah. So, so going, going from like the public health, kind of like working in, you know, in the youth work industry and, and charity world. And moving to the world where you know you're you're dealing with people commercially, you're selling properties. Um, like what's been the biggest learning, like comparing the two, like what you've learned <clears> along <throat> the way. So a fascinating thing is is okay, so youth work, um, it's a long process. So when you're working with a young person, it can take five, six, it can take ten years before you have an impact on someone's life. And then and sometimes, as anyone who's in youth work will know, after maybe 15 years being in the game, someone will come up to you randomly in the street and say, hey, yeah, I remember you. And you may not even necessarily remember them and they'll say, do you know what? Um, there were some things that you said to me or some interactions that we had that were really positive and they had an impact on me. And you'll never really know 
And maybe it didn't have an impact at the time, but it took you know a while for that impact to to, to come to fruition. Mm. In in building, the what's fascinating is is one day you just start up with like a messed up house. The next day you just tear it down. The next day you're putting the bricks up. The next day you're putting uh, doors in and windows in. So you see the change really really quickly, and that for me is something that's really interesting because you actually get to see something that you've created in a very short space of time. Youth work, it can take a decade. So mm. that's one of the most attractive things about, um, about, about property development and construction. Do you know that that's really interesting? Just to add to that as well, um, usually with like funding bids within charity sector, like they want results straight away as well. So they, they would ask for particular evidence, right? So they ask for like evaluation of the program and it'd be like, how many young people are feeling more confident or feel better by their life and all of that stuff. But like you said, sometimes those things happen 10 years later. So there are no funding bids that say in 10 years, in 10 years, we're going to reach out to these people and see what, what, you know, what impact that program has had, <clears throat> which is crazy. That's so true. And I think that's, that's the difficult thing because like, as all of us know, right, there are, there are certain things that we remember happening to us in our childhood, maybe something that our mum said to us or something that a friend did, just experiences that have had negative or positive consequences haven't, and have impacted us in different ways and maybe built up our confidence or torn it down to a certain way and made us nervous about doing things. And so like everything takes so long with human beings um, mm. and you don't know exactly what may have an impact and what may not. That's... So it's really... <clears throat> It's, I mean, the funding situation in Newtwork is, is just another topic, but, um, but yeah, I think one of the mm. one of the one of the the, the the nicest things about being in property is that you that that's different from from youth work is is in youth work it's very difficult to prove what you're doing, mm. and you almost need people to trust who you are as a person and what you bring to the table when you are a youth worker, mm. and unfortunately, everyone wants results now, now, now. So yeah. then you start playing the game where you have to start giving people questionnaires to say, you know, have I impacted your life in a positive way? <clears throat> you know, I remember one time we had a, we had some funding that came in and we had to, at the end it was like a summer program. And at the end of the summer, we had to get everyone to write questionnaires. It was, I think it was about kind of finding yourself or questioning who you are. And at the end, everyone's questionnaires, they, at the, the beginning of the program, everybody said they felt cool. I think they gave like five out of five or whatever, how, how good they felt about themselves. At the end, they gave themselves like threes, twos, so it actually looked like we'd done a really bad job. But actually, the whole purpose of the, of the course was to get people to reevaluate where they were and what they wanted to do. And in some ways, it was important to break people down and make people feel like the positions that they were in weren't as good as they, mm. as they thought they were. So actually, it had a beneficial effect. Aspire for more. But, but, um, but to the funders, it, it, it didn't look that way. Yeah, because they, no. they, 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 I think a lot. Yeah, sorry, go on, just jump no, 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 no. I'm just, I was just listening. No, no, sorry, please continue. Yeah, and I was gonna say, but at any, any point, if you, you know, if you wanna jump in and say something, then, then, then feel free to do so. But also, I think young people are not stupid, right? Like a lot of the times, from my experience, like when, whenever I ask young people to fill in particular forms, like they know what it's for. Some, some of them do, some of them don't, but most of them know what it's for. They know that they need, we need to like evaluate how they feel about mm. certain things. So they're not stupid. They just tick like everything's cool, anyways. Like they just naturally do it. <clears throat> No, it's so true. There's a, <clears throat> there was, I mean, even when you ask people, like at the end of the year, when our organization, when you were writing things down, you have to say, you know, uh, you ask them kind of, you know, how do you feel? Are you, do you like the organization you're working in? Blah, 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 blah. And all the young people, they understand, look, I need to just basically give it, you know, 10 out of 10. I need to give it five stars mm -hmm. because I know how the funding games work. I remember one time in particular, there was a young person 
And so I think the news came down and we were doing an interview and I went to speak to the person and just said, look, so you kind of know what you need to say. I think it was about, they were coming down kind of talking about our organization, but they wanted um, uh, almost uh, just a story from a young person. And the young person said to me, yeah, no, no, don't I know how it goes. Like, I'm just going to talk about how, like I used to be involved in crime in the past and I was arrested in prison. Then I came out, I found this organization and it completely changed my life. Mm. And I was like, <clears throat> bro, that's not, that's not what we want. Like, I don't want you to like, but he knew, he understood. Mm. I need to, I need to create this arc. I need to talk about how bad my life was and how amazing my life was and how you, you changed my life so that we can get more funding. I was like, like, we know that's a lie. And the guy is only 14 years old. But he yeah, knows how crazy. to play the game. Wow. That's crazy. It, it's, it's sad to, to see and understand that young people have, they've gone through it so many times. They now understand that we have to create this outcome for more of this to be mm -hmm. around. It really shouldn't be like that. They should just, they should be able to give their honest, open opinion and whether it bangs or not, that support should still be there for them, yeah. you know? Mm. <clears throat> but, sorry, you started on um, who you are and the property side of things and then moved into um, into your life with young people. Yeah. yeah. How did you make the transition from first um, starting starting off in with young people to moving into property development? <clears throat> what was the catalyst? So, 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 um, so I'm, my, my dad's Jamaican and I've got lots of family in Jamaica and um, like they come from pretty extreme poverty out there. And um, so I've always felt really lucky just to be in, you know, just to have a free education service, just to be able to, um, you know, have all, have all the positive things that come with living in the UK. Okay. <clears throat> so I've always felt like it's my responsibility to then support people who may be in kind of a similar situation to me, maybe not as uh, as beneficial as I am, but um, but as we're saying, to, to be in a position where they can stand on my shoulders effectively, where the next generation can be more powerful. But also from a personal perspective, I'm never being completely honest, um, <clears throat> like I was also in a situation where, you know, like I didn't want to be in a situation where I go out raving and I step on someone's toes and, you know, they want to like shoot me for it basically. You know, my mm. thing was is, <clears throat> I want to create a community or an area in which I live in, in which young people feel valued and want to do things that benefit the community and themselves and their families. So it's kind of self-serving, really, in, mm. in, in a way. Um, but what, what happened was I ran into a young person who was, um, they came from, from, from Syria. So I was running a youth organization <coughs> and they were homeless at the time. They'd come from Syria um, from the Civil War. And... They were living, <clears throat> they were living on the streets. They came uh, to my organization to say, look, can you help me out? Um, you know, can find me some accommodation. And what I realized was uh, having a home was essentially the foundation of everything, uh, of everything in his life, right? That gave him the ability to have an education. That was, that gave him the ability to apply for jobs. But it's also, you know, a mental, it's also a mental health issue. It gave him the space to be able to feel safe one of the first mm. times in a number of years where he could relax and just unwind, right? And I realized that home is the foundation. And so for me, the idea of being able to give someone a home um, became, I wouldn't say a central part, but it became a significant part of what I wanted to do for people. So a way of being able to house people or create an environment in which people celebrate their Christmases, their birthdays, 
you know, after work, they go home and they unwind, they have parties. Like, that's a really special thing to be able to mm. do that. And we don't, sometimes, maybe we don't think of it in that way. But, um, but I really became clear with this young person who was homeless. So for me, the idea of being able to buy or build and develop and create became something that was quite intriguing because mm. it, it kind of fitted in with my philosophy of, of trying to create um, positive mental spaces for people in my community. So do you know do you know what's really cool, yeah? Um, like I usually like hear like stories on YouTubers, like I'm a property developer, come and invest in real estate and da da da. So there's loads of like YouTubers, like, loads of videos like that, that you know, where people do stuff like that. Um, yeah, actually I think you're the only person that I know in real life who does that stuff. Um, how does someone get into it? Like how would someone get into it? Like what's, what's the starting point? Before you start, do you need some more water? You're no, good. no, I'm cool, man. Yeah. Um, so, do you know what? It's tough. It's tough. The the, the best way. So when when I was at, um, the charity that I set up, what we used to do is we used to ask young people to pull their money together because actually, if you work together in a team, um, your money goes a lot further. Because some people don't have, you know, if you want to if you want to buy somewhere and do it up, uh, you know, it can cost a lot of money, right? Um, but actually, if you pull your resources, if every you know, if you've got six good friends and everybody puts in five grand, now you've got 30 grand. Mm. Now you can put that down on a deposit and buy a place, I don't know, up in Sunderland. You can rent out to students, right? Um, and we try to encourage people to do that. Um, also, I think because it's, it's, it's a type of thing that requires a lot of support, it, it's much easier if you do it kind of with more people than just yourself. Um, but yeah, the, the, the way in which we, we actually ask people to get involved, particularly some of the young people, is um, it's just to find a place that you can easily rent to people, find a place where there's like a couple of universities, find a place maybe that's near a hospital, um, in a town that's not too expensive, and buy. And the thing is, is companies will, banks will give you money to buy property as long as you've got some collateral, because they know if you mess up, they'll just take it back off you, and they'll take your mm. car, and they'll take your house, and they'll take your wife and you know your kids they'll take everything <laughs> they, don't they, take your wife. Just... <laughs> <laughs> they don't mind so so actually it's not that difficult the the, the challenge um but but we decided to do stuff out um you know further afield in other countries just because everything's a lot cheaper um because because the uk kind of gets a bit difficult to do that type of stuff mm. but it's do you know what? it's a really interesting question because i think sometimes when you hear people they talk about where they are now and it's just it feels like unobtainable mm. feel like, like there's no way you can kind of get to that point and it's almost in a way a bit depressing it makes you feel quite um negative mm. whereas actually it's really possible to start out quite small um, and buy somewhere just for about 100 grand like mm. set up in hull or some of that um quite small 100 grand <laughs> <clears throat> no but you don't put the 100 grand in right you put in the 20k you know okay you put so, uh... Because there are a lot of things that I've seen online about five percent deposit, and then from there you can help yeah. that grow and um, this, that, and the other. So I've I've, I've seen it, and it's um, it's piqued my interest. If I'm going to be honest yes. with you, but I think for me to be able to do it properly, I'd need like a mentor, sort of a guide on this situation. Yeah, read read, read that. What does that say? Read 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 that. Out Property loud. developer UK, India, Ghana. Yes, come on, you're out here still. 15 developments to um, total, GDV is 43 million pounds. Come on. Sales in sales. I have that in sales. 
Guys, people are sleeping on this oh, guy. You know, you know? This is public information and it's out there, so you yeah, get me. But guys, I, 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 I wanted to celebrate. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to celebrate, man. Honestly, um, yeah, man. Just like, just remembering like what we've been through, working within the charity. Because obviously, we worked in the same charity um, for a while, and yeah. just remembering that. Yeah. And then I remember we even met after after he was in Denham, after he left, and I'm just saying like, yeah, life is great. I was just like, yeah, man. It's you know. Nah, um, <coughs> no, the, <laughs> is that nah? no, no, but listen, the first thing, the first thing I'm going to say that's important is a really important is, is, is you've heard this many times, but for me, like what I love was the first time I met Leo, um, like I just come in and I was hired as to, to, to almost to run this academy, this charity. And, um, so like I came in, literally, I just came in, the other person just introduced me in. And just this guy came up to me and said, look, man, like, we need to talk. Like, I've got some ideas. Like, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk. And I <clears throat> I genuinely thought, like, I didn't even know what position this guy was in, but I thought he was, like, like maybe, like, a consultant or, like, quite a senior guy, maybe a fundraiser or something like that. Because the way, the, the, the level of confidence that he approached me was 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 of that type of person. Mm, he said he's a somebody. Yeah, man, he's yeah, a somebody, yeah, he's a somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know, he'd only been hired, like, a few months before me. Do you know what I mean? Um, obviously, you've been working for the organization for a while, but for me, it always stuck with me because there's a lot of people, I think, who, um, A, they're kind of, you know, they just want to do their job. They just want to play their position. Um, but one thing I noticed about Leo was that he had, he had a vision. And for me, that was, that, that was inspirational for me because it made me realize that, like, I had a responsibility. I had a big responsibility. Like, can you, can you swear on this? This is a, this cool. is a like you just can't fuck this up basically. Yeah, you can't fuck this up. So, yeah, man, and and I, I kind of feel like that that for me, there's like there's lots of little things that that have inspired me, and it's just just that little incident just made me feel like going forward. I'm not saying like in in always, but going forward, it makes me feel like like not that there's people relying on me, but there's a sense of expectation mm. to to accomplish. So there's times. You know, because I'm working for myself now, ultimately. Like, the, I have no line manager. I have no one telling me to get up in the morning. I have no one doing performance reviews. No one giving me monthly one-to-ones. <laughs> um, there's no one telling me I've got to be at a meeting at a particular time. I don't have to get up at a particular time. I don't have to go to bed at a particular time. So everything I have to motivate myself when you're doing stuff, for, when you're working for yourself. Mm. Um, but it's those little, those, little comp, those, little, those little gems in my life that have been dropped that make me feel every time I'm just a bit like, oh, like I'm just... I, I just feel like nah, man. I've got a responsibility. Mm. I've, I've got. I'm, I'm doing this for something. Um, so I always appreciate this guy. I always appreciate yeah. this guy. No, I appreciate it too, man. All the time. Yeah. I don't appreciate you. Don't appreciate me. Man, listen, man. Leo's done a lot in life, bro. My life specifically, bro. And uh... ah, this is this, this, this is a podcast. This is not. This is no, not. Let's talk about Leo. You have to say. You have to say. Fam, what is this turning into? This is this is meant to be a podcast, you know. Like this is meant to be a podcast. I know, but do you know bro. what this do you know what this feels like? Yeah, this feels like um, this doesn't even feel like a podcast. This feels like we're just sitting down and yeah, having a conversation, which is true. That that's what a podcast is sometimes. Well, or most of the time, but sometimes podcast feels like a podcast. Sometimes it feels like a conversation, mm. and um, it's true. crazy. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Agree. Sorry, I've, I've got a question. I've got a question. No, but just just before we go on to that, you know, like I think, like. It's completely irrelevant, Kai, if you need, but like, why is it as guys, like, we, we find it hard to take compliments? 
Why? We, and I don't understand it's, it's why. Because we true. don't get complimented much. I, I specifically as men, I feel like we don't very often. But when we do, we find it really uncomfortable. And I don't understand why. Oh, I, I'm, I'm I really cool with do. it now. I know you are because yeah. you worked at it. I remember those time when you made that decision. But it's, it's, it's a weird one. So just as a little reference, guys, at the moment, there are five guys in this room, no ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and... When he said that, sorry, that's a bit sus. <laughs> but when he said that comment, all of the guys looked at him and were like, mm, yeah. So it, it's actually a thing among man, among the man, man. And I don't know why it is. You, the fact that you've worked at it means that it was a problem. Mm -hmm. Means that you've, you've had to realise that it's a thing. Man. I mean, your response there was a bit... No, nah, I'm, I'm cool. Nah, do you know, no, no, it's not even that. I just, I, I just didn't want like the audience like listening for like you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. about that, you know, so that's why, that's why it's kind of segued it First, to, to, to that thing a bit, mm. which is cool. Like it doesn't have to be, and and you know, you know what I'm saying. But do you know what it is? I, when I realized that I don't have to feel about it in a certain type of way, or I get to choose how I feel about the compliment, that's yeah. that shifted for me. And it took a bit of practice, like the same way we go to the gym and. Mm. You know, so that's sure. why I can take like just whatever, like throw compliments, like it's cool, man. Take, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Milambo, I got a lot of respect for this guy. Jerry Sapp. Yeah. I got a lot of respect for this guy if everything's accomplished in Come on, big, yeah. big up Milambo <laughs> and the lad in behind the scenes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, we've got Milambo here in the cut, yeah. just uh, giving background ad libs if he wants. Come on. <laughs> as well. What else? No, what else? You know what? This this feels good, you know. This actually feels really yes. good. Like doing this feels really good. This, you know oh. what? This is this is beyond just an episode and all of that it's stuff. True. This this is lit. This is lit. Why, why is smiling? Because man, you were like this is beyond my man said the surface. He had to. <laughs> anyway, but let's get back Fire. to the pod. So, um, one actually, I had a question yes. earlier. Um, you were speaking about how um growth was hard is is something that's hard to get to, um, and so with me, I grew up um, I grew up with just my mom for the longest period of time in my life. Um, and so it was hard to sort of see a male role model and um, understand what it should be. This is my life personally, yeah. Um, but in passing, I saw Five for Peace. I actually grew up in, had uh, some time in my life where I was in North Woolwich, literally on, I think it's called Church Road, Church Street, Church Street, something like that, which is one road away from... The strip. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was only for a few years, but it was, it was minor. Anyway, um, what was the question? The question I was segueing to was, if if we as humans have haven't seen that light that is let me pause for a second no if i go back we're speaking on growth and how you might see um you might see someone doing really well and not think we can aspire to that but think like it will be hard to get there think that will be a struggle for us to climb that ladder what does it take in a human for their mental to have that switch to go from oh it's hard to climb that to oh this can actually be done i think it's ordinarily i think it's circumstance okay. i think something will have had to have happened in someone's life it'll either be someone or something will have happened either there's there's a guy i know who's i think his his dad was he was in the states but his dad's um his dad felt really ill I think he was only like 21 at the time. And like he was just, you know, hanging around, doing what he was doing, you know, maybe going to gym a little bit, going out raving, that type of stuff, normal. Um, but then because he had to pay for healthcare, it was like basically either his dad's going to die or he has to find the money to support his dad. And he, I think he was saying that when he was in a car in, um, 
in out in the car park, he just like it just switched for him. It was like, okay, I know what I need to do now. Like I need I need to start making money somehow. Um like for me, so I, I have um like I did a PhD, right? <clears throat> and the only reason why I did it, you know, I always kind of thought maybe I I don't know, like if I got intelligent and I just went to a training course one day and some guy we were doing the training course and I was asking some questions here and there. And after the training course, he said to me, he came up to me and said, you know what? Like, you should do a PhD. And that was it. That for me was the belief I need I needed. Um, like just the confidence to be able to do that. Um, like even even when it came came down to doing property, it was, it was, I, I can remember clearly now, I was um uh basically when I got married, when when we realized that we were gonna have a child, my wife was kind of like, look, I'm I wanna stay at home and 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 provide as much support for the child for as long as period of time. I don't want to send the kids to nursery or whatever at an early age. And I remember we went out to a family wedding in, in the States, in Houston, and I remember landing in Heathrow. And I was just thinking, thinking, thinking. And I was like, all right, you know what? I need to do something. Like, I'm going to be now the, the primary earner. So that for me, it just, just like that, just mm. as a, just a kind of a, a switch flicked. And I was like, okay, now I, I need to start finding opportunities for myself. So I almost feel like, but that's where role modeling is so important. That's where seeing someone Humble. do something is so important. 100%. Like the reason why, I, I mean, part of the reason why I did my doctorate, my PhD, was because as a youth worker, I wanted young people to say, oh, well, so you're a youth worker, like, you know, you're just a youth worker type thing. Like, you, you know, you're running these sessions, acting like an idiot, whatever, you know, just da da da. And, oh, and you've actually, and you've got a doctorate. So it's possible just to be kind of like a normal type of person and to have a really high academic qualification. Um, yeah, man, it's like, it's role but, modeling. But that happens, that gen our society is filled up. Listen, do you know how many times you would be in a whiz with the Uber driver and the Uber driver has got a doctorate in one thing or the other, or he has a PhD in this, or mm -hmm. he's like, he saved lives or he, like people just around the world come here and just, just mm. settle. You get it? and it's scary to see because personally i feel like if you have that much potential you should be showing that shit off that shit should be on fire people should understand that you can and you have the ability to help you have the knowledge mm. do you get it um personally i don't like that <laughs> yeah, i want people to be able to see it yeah man because <laughs> if you've got it let it shine there's a reason you have it you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah it's true it's true that's my personal opinion anyway I think I think it's the humble people that find uh, they find it difficult to take the compliments a lot of the time, that and I think true. that that's got that's got something to do with it. Um, you know what? Yeah, see with PhD. Yeah, does everyone have to write a book? Like, what's the process of getting a PhD? That's what I was going to ask you. Like, how does someone become a doctor? Because recently I've been meeting a lot of um, doctors. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Just just as a recent like this year, I met a lot of doctors. I've, I've been doing some training. No, no, not like that. But I've been doing some training programs and some some of, most of the experts that. Um, they shared like a lot of really interesting like um intellectual like ideas and all the all these other things. They were doctors. But every single doctor I've met, they've written um like they've written a book. Is that part of the process or someone has yeah. to write a book? You have to write a book. You do. Basically, so it's it's not, You have to. Yeah, but it's not as hard as it seems, right? Because you're you're writing on something. So, okay, so you guys remember GCSEs, right? GCSEs, um, it's just it's just you're just regurgitating facts. You know, not 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 all the time, but okay. When was the Battle of Hastings? When was the Magna Carta signed? Whatever you know, cool. <clears throat> a levels, you have to do a bit more critical thought, but it's still lots of kind of tiny little questions. 
Then you do a degree and it's like longer essay forms on kind of subjects that people have given to you. A PhD is actually easier. A PhD is you can do whatever you want. Mm. You just have to write, uh, obviously, a, a long thesis. You have to do an investigation on something that you are interested in. That's it. Mm. It could be anything. Literally, it could be anything. It could be, you know, what socks are the best types to wear. Do you know what I mean? It could be... My socks. <laughs> <laughs> It could be. Dude, they don't look could, too comfy. Dude. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It could be. It could be how. Um, it could be. Uh, I don't know how. How uh, aerodynamic beards are. Do you know what I mean? Like it literally could be okay. anything at all. So the the the, the point is is the point is <laughs> with the PhD is that it's it's really is is something that you're interested in. So for me, you know, even when I when that guy said to me, look, you should um you could do a PhD. I was like, but what I should do? And he said, well, do it on something that that you like doing. Do it on something that you've written on in the past that you're interested in. It was like. Okay, so you're interested in in kind of in, in the concept of being mixed race. Do you want being mixed race? Mm. Like, just keep it simple. I was like, all right, cool. That's it. Done. And you have to write maybe about 80,000 words on it. You know, investigate. Uh, 80,000. About 80,000. In, in, in some way, some shape, more. or form, does it include philosophy? Like, does every single book include some type of philosophy? There's a, there's a reason for asking mm. that. Um, it, it depends on the subject. So mine was in sociology. So mine was... Mine... So just to give you some indication, mine was basically um, <clears throat> like I was I was working in, a, in I was doing a session somewhere and we were kind of talking about like race in youth work. It was like uh, one of these discussion groups. And one I remember one girl said, OK, so you got black. It's kind of like it's a, it's a color, it's like a race. White is a, is, a, is a race, but is mixed race a color? And I was like, is mixed race a color? That's interesting. Like, is it its own group? So I was mm. like, OK, so let me let me let me now do a study to see. Let me investigate to see how people regard mixed race people in British society. And then I thought, let me just compare it with how people see mixed race people in, in a different environment. And Australia um, is, is where I chose. And so I just went to Australia, asked a whole bunch of questions to some people over there, did the same in the UK, in, um, in Lambeth, and then, just, and then just wrote about it. And then mm. and in, in order, and in order Interesting to... Us. In order to... Um, obviously, yeah, it has, it has a philosophical element because you have to... You have to research what people have written about it in the past. So obviously, in order to in order to complete the project, you want to read around the subject. You know, are there any themes that I've thought about? Any kind of ideas that I need to consider? And that's where the reading comes in. That's where reading up on philosophy, sociology, and anthropology comes in. I, th I think there would definitely be some um, level of philosophy involved because there's just so so many different levels of of philosophy that they stem across near enough any any and every walk of life that it will come up or come up somewhere or the other mm. it just even if you even if it's unintentional you get it? you might just mm. the actual uh philosopher might not come up but the theories behind and what they say might still pop up mm. that makes sense in my personal opinion anyway yeah, yeah. well that's that's the interesting part because it's it's it's, it's a doctor of philosophy so that's what PhD is yeah it's actually a doctor of philosophy. So yeah, that's what it stands for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. Like you're you right. take the philosophy, you just chop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you like as a doctor, just just chop, just chop it up and whatnot. No, but I think it's it's one of these things where for me, um, like it's important to say that is, like it has a massive impact on how people see you. And I, and I think it's it's weird is that we were talking earlier about playing the game, right? In 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 almost presenting yourself in a way that has an impact on people's lives and mm. or, or or has an impact on on what you're trying to accomplish and having a doctorate uh or having a you know some sort of qualification in the same way as wearing another blazer or or you know having a trim or whatever it has an impact on how people see you. Mm. and anytime i go to africa or anytime i go to india um you know 
people give you an extra level of respect because of that. Now I'm just the same person. Like I'm not, I'm not intelligent, more intelligent than anybody else in this room, but it makes people see you in a very different way. Mm. And that's useful. And then I think understanding that concept in the first place is very useful. Oh, because I think, do, do, do you know what? I think, I think what's changed for me as well, as a reason, I think in, in the past days to be like, oh, this person's fake, this person's doing this or whatever. Well, actually, I realized that's, re that's a really important aspect of like, you know, we spoke about playing a game. But one thing I wanted to summarize, because you, you kind of mentioned parts of like the environment and the circumstances, and we kind of spoke about a little bit of that. But I've, ha I've had this concept of um, comparing life, or like, you know, a lot of the times in, in youth work in particular, actually, we talk about is it the environment or is it the individual? Is it how the person Nature makes it? versus nurture. Yeah. 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 But actually, I've, I've come up with a conclusion, and maybe I should write a book about this and become a doctor as well. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Fascinating subject. I've, I've actually, my, my, my theory is this, yeah. My, actually, it's not even a theory. To me, it's, 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 I see it as a, it's my factual reality. My factual reality, mm -hmm. not everyone else's. But, um, you guys play blackjack? Kick your ass at it. We can go yeah. in there. Yeah, okay, cool. So the way I see it, there's four elements. I've actually got a fourth element from Ebbs. Um, I, spoke, I, I spoke to him about this and, yeah, big up Ebbs as well, if he's listening to this. Um, so, the, so the first one is, so the handsome one is dealt when they're playing blackjack is the environment. We don't get to choose the environment, right? So it's just dealt. It's just it's just what we're, you know. So and and what I realized as well, some people that dealt good hands, they have a good environment. So there's a lot of people out there, you know. Some people are born into whatever circumstances, so they have a good environment, right? So the hand we're dealt is the environment. We can't change that, yeah. How I play my hand are my choices. Yeah, that's the second element. So the choices I make is how I'm going to play my hand. Yeah. So that's why hence there can be person A and person B. Person A can win with a shit hand, person B might lose. Yeah, but I'm already starting on the back foot, right? Because I've got shit hands, yeah? Um, the third one is, who are we learning from? Like, who's teaching us the game? Yeah, who's there to teach us? Because sometimes someone might have a shit hand, but if no one's there to teach them how to play with that shit hand, they'll still lose, yeah? Mm. And now the fourth one is, and this is what I got from Ebbs, is who are we playing against? Oh yeah, and that's the powerful one because sometimes, like you know, in blackjack, someone might cheat. They might put another card on top. Mm. They might whatever. Some people oh, cheat. Some people play fair. But then I realize sometimes, sometimes I'm playing against the government. Sometimes I'm playing against someone else. Someone else. Sometimes I'm playing against people I want to play against. <coughs> like I love yeah. it. I enjoy it. It's like it's enjoyable, and it's really, really interesting because some people that do really well, or majority of people that do really well, they got all four of them. Mm. Yeah. So they got they they got a really good hand. They've got some really good people to learn from. They make some really good decisions. And they play against people that are losers. Wow. That was actually wow. quite sick. That, is, that was kind yeah. of sick still. Really cool. I, I rate that. Yeah. I that's might write a book about that's that good. still. That's good. Mm. That's really that's, good. That's my book. I'll put it in one page. <laughs> that's a defeatist song for yeah. Blackjack. Can I write yeah. a book with one page? I don't think you can, my bro. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how it works, man. What's the definition of a book? That's, I suppose that's the question, isn't it? There's probably a requirement of minimum. So, so I can't lie. I got a book, yeah? And this book had about five words per page. It was this thick, yeah? And every time you turn a page, it was like a good quote or like a happy uh. quote. Do you get it? It's called 101 Ways of Happiness or something like that. Something, mm. something, something like that. It was... But it's quite lit, though. Every time I flip this page, I smile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but not much, not many words there, G. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, have, when was the last time you opened that book? You know what? I lost the book, bro. 
I done did read the book, book done. <laughs> so no need to find the book again. <laughs> yeah. But um, in all honesty, the, the book was given to me in 2016. Mm. So of course I won't have it at the moment. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. You might have to cop another one. Yeah. You know what? There's I researched into it because I love the book so much. Yeah. Um, there's several different ways. There's um, 101 ways to happiness, 101 ways to... It's just all about positivity and... Um, good, it was given to me when I um, when I first got told I was meeting the Dalai Lama. Mm. So that was when I got that book. And it was given more so as a sense of calming and humblingness. Like I wasn't that that already. Mm. Yeah. That doesn't sound too humble. I, I was at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the time. <laughs> that, 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 is, yeah. that didn't sound too humble. I was at the time. Yeah. I've, I've, do you know what? I've actually had like a really specific question on the way here that I've I've written um, something. Um, so what what does what, what does I am creating everything I experience mean to you? I am creating everything. Yeah. So I what does I am creating everything I experience mean to you? Is that one of his quotes? No, no, no. I'm just that's the question that came up with when I was coming here. So, what what does that mean to you? So, like, if, if I'm saying I'm creating everything I experience, like, what does that mean to you? To me, that would be about perception. That would be about, or that would be about your your. That would yeah. That's about how you perceive your experiences. So, do you, do you want do you want context for this question because that that, that might help um, yeah. like have this conversation a bit a bit better. So, on, on the way here, I've had this really fucking interesting moment yeah i was uh i was in a station and i don't know sometimes that's how my head works sometimes things just come to me randomly it's not there's no specific trigger or anything like that i was just walking and i started thinking what if everything i'm experiencing right now like i'm creating so no not not in a like a kind of like a crazy like way or whatever but i'm thinking the sound that i'm so when i'm hearing things you know the whole thing of like what are we listening to are we listening to our listening or to the sound that's there whatever whatever stuff so what what if i'm what if what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is what I'm creating based on my own reality, right? So not to say that those things aren't there, but maybe those things are there differently to other people because they're creating it differently. Mm. So what if it's me that's creating it? I don't believe so. The reason I say that is because it, this is for me personally, obviously yours is your own reality, do you get it? But for me, it's like, if I missed the train, yeah, I didn't create the train being missed. Okay, so so check this out. Check this out, yeah. What if, same scenario, but this time you can't hear and you can't see? I still missed the train. I know, but are you creating things around you? Can you are you experiencing things? Um. No, I would still just have to just wait for another train, whether I can see here. I know, but how not. would you know you're getting on a train? I'd probably, I'd hopefully have a guide with me, maybe one of the sticks. Someone to, you can hear. No, but next, just, just imagine, just imagine that you can't is, see and you can't hear. What does that look like? It looks dark and upsetting. <laughs> looks sad. It looks yeah. like a sad time. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not something I would, uh, I would really want to envision. It's actually one of my fears, biggest fears. Do you know what I love about certain? Ooh. Do you know what I love about certain experiences? Is that sometimes scary. some experiences we have as individuals, or I have as an individual, is like no one will ever understand unless they really understand it or unless they experienced it. Mm. Mm. I mean, <clears throat> but then 
but yeah, but we, we all experience, but I suppose that's what I mean about perception. We all experience things differently, mm. right? And we all come in with different energies. So we'll all sit and have this conversation. We may have completely different, we're all hearing exactly the same words, seeing exactly the same things, but we may have different perceptions of how we feel when we leave or what we took from it. But that's based on all of our experiences in the past, right? So, so that's so that's where I wanna. So you know what? That's the word. The word is perception, right? So, I, but I wanna replace perception with creation. Okay. What if we're not perceiving? What if we are creating? What if what if it's not perception? What if you know when people say, "Oh, I perceived it this way." What if they said, "I created it this way"? So that goes back to the training course that you set up. <clears throat> mm. Um, I think it was it was it was around <clears throat> coming from it was around resilience, but or at least that was kind of where where it led to, but. It was about, um, it was about how you, how you feel about things that happen in your life, and so and so being very and so. It was about basically the energy that you bring to situations and what you take from experiences. So, I remember you. What did you used to say? You used to say, it was like, when you'd when you'd leave a meeting or when you'd leave an experience with someone, how you feel about it was based on. Uh, you could create the impression of that meeting mm. or the, the impression of that that conversation or that interaction because you have the the mind has the ability to create things also that, that don't exist right um so and the mind is very powerful <clears throat> so yeah that's interesting you actually yeah you're right you could because mm. either you let because that's, that's the point i suppose either you let your mind create uh the experience for you or the the the, mm. the 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 feeling for you, or you create it yourself. You um, tell your mind to have a particular impression of whatever interaction you've had. Because mm. if, if I'm in a station and there's a train going past, and I don't pay attention to that train, then that's not part of the creation. But if it is your the train that you, the original reason that you were going to the station is to get on a train, and you don't get on that train, surely you'll be upset. So, um, but that's that's interesting. So that's why. So then the thing is, is, is you could be upset, right? But I've heard you talk about this in the past that you might. You you don't have to be upset about that because you could actually tell yourself that it's a good thing that you missed that train because it means that you can spend an extra I don't know a few minutes enjoying the sunshine or you can spend an extra few minutes on the phone or whatever. Um, and I think that's that's where the mind is quite powerful because you can then trans you can change. Uh, the outcome of what's just taken place. Mm-hmm. I, I, do you know what I love? I love I love Ortez's reaction to this conversation, yeah. And it's just got, we just got like really. I, fi- I think some people might be listening. What the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> but that's cool. That's that's part of the process as well. If you, you don't get it, you don't get it. That's all right. You lot did this on the last pod, you know. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> the listen. Last time you, you, t- t- you know did this, I was like, back. I was like, I, I'm a I'm a philosophy <laughs> guy, you know. Just and and I think sometimes for me, my challenge is sometimes like I'd, I'd love to have more of these like philosophical conversations, okay. like to this level. But sometimes, not 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 in a disrespectful way. Sometimes I don't have people to talk to about particular things. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, but yeah, I was I was going to make a point actually, and it just left my head. Velocity. Shit. No, you were talking about it's the way Voltaire reacts. Yeah, the way uh, Voltaire reacts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, the way the way it reacts. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting. It's a really interesting thing because sometimes, and this is what I realize with people, sometimes when there's a new alternative that people didn't believe existed, they go like, "Hold on, you, that's not possible." And it, it's almost like there's an autopilot to go back to the normal, comfortable way of looking at things. Nah, it's, like, it's like the thing that surely you're going to be upset if you miss a train. Actually, being upset if you miss a train is a choice. It's a choice, 
But if you have somewhere to be... This is what I mean. This is the reaction I'm talking about. No, no, about. no. Wait, wait. It's, it's, Let me it's, just... You can't believe there's another alternative. Jesus, but yeah, so go on, go on, go on, go on. So what it is, yeah, I'm, I'm all here for um, an alternative angle. I'm here for the different viewpoint. I'm very much here for it. But um, sort of the crux, the crux of what you want to do is you want to get from point A to point B in the least amount of time possible. That's what people tend to want to do when they're going on a journey. Tend to. I say tend to because it's not everybody. Yeah? Um... If you've started the journey and your goal is to get to point B and you start at point A, you not getting to point B in the fastest amount of time, it's not going to be the end of the world, mm. but you'd be like, mm, maybe I could have saved myself five minutes. So here's a question for you. Whether you're going to be upset about it or not, does that change? Sorry? Whether you're going to be upset, like, so if you're upset about it, mm-hmm. Or if you're not upset about it, does, what what difference does it make? Does it does it change the old distance? Like you still you still missed it, right? So me speaking, there's me speaking from my point of view, and me speaking about it from the point of view of most people. Okay, now to speak from your point of view. From my point of view, yeah, I'll be like, oh, I missed the the train. I probably should have caught it. Would have saved myself five minutes. Mm. But I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna die. So you don't get upset about it. Not really. I would have liked to get that faster time, but I don't get upset about it. I just, yeah. it, it is what it is. <laughs> but there'll be things that you get upset about that you don't have to be upset about. Yes, very like, much like so. For, like, for example, when I got a driving... but but when, when I got my driving ban... Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing? I don't understand. Yeah. Do you drive? So, like, obviously, I think, I think initially... Do you know what? Actually, I, I dealt with it, like, quite well straight away. Like, Milambo can confirm that. Do you, do you know what it is? Because I realised that whether I'm upset about it or not, like, I'm still going to, like... The band is still there. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, so my, my thing's always been, like, why why should I be upset about something that I can't change? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't I just, like, what can I do about that? The craziest thing, so I'm on a driving ban as well. <laughs> yeah. Jeez! <laughs> Come on. I shouldn't be spudding him. That's a bad reason to spud someone. But, yeah, I'm on a driving ban as well. When um When I first got my ban... I was, I can't lie, I was supposed to be off the road for a minute. They were supposed to charge me an arm and a leg. It didn't turn out that way. But end of the day, I'm still on a driving ban. When I came out, I was like, okay, well, I could be upset. I'm on a driving ban, cry every day by it. It's not going to do anything. Ban's still going to be there. Do you get? Might as well just wait until the ban's done. Enjoy my life. So, yeah, man, positive outlook on shit. It helps. But do you know what? I think the most the, the most interesting part about this, you know, some people practice this and some people know about this already, right? But I think what I've learned along the way is like how quick can we get to that space? Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. So like how quick can we get to that space? Because some people can get to that space in a week. Some people can do it in a day. Like some people can do it, it almost instantly or in a minute. Um, and I think that's been the biggest change for me. That's, that's what changed it for me because I'm like, I know I understand the concept. So how quickly can I get there? Yeah. I'm 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 quite bad with it because I also real I realize sometimes I can do it at too fast of a of a pace. Um so it makes me seem um a little bit cold um on certain on certain topics that you really should have more sympathy on in life. And this is gonna sound cold as well, but that's not your problem. <laughs> uh it is and it's not. At the end of the day, I still want these people in my life. So then so, you're gonna pretend not to me one too quick. No, I'm going to mm. I'm going to ha- have sympathy and try and understand their point of view of things. Do you but get you can still understand and still move on. So like, okay, so, like so you, for, you can still for, understand it's a sad situation and still not 
for example, like, someone passing away. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's say maybe my friend's best friend passed away. Yeah, I didn't know the best friend, but my friend knew him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously my friend is going to be upset that um, their friend has just passed away. I can't be there like, yo, G, your Don's gone, bro. What are you doing? Do you get Because that's cold and disheartening. No, but you're, t- you're talking about behaviour. So I'm not talking about the behaviour. I'm talking about how you feel inside. Yeah, but in me saying... Because the behaviour is saying, the, the saying, still going to be supportive your towards Don your has friend. passed away. Let that slide. Like, it's not the it's not the best thing to no, do. No, you're not. You, listen, it's not. So it's not about how they feel. So mm-hmm. you, you, don't have, you can't change how they feel. But when we say you might not feel the same way they do, which is cool. That's completely fine because how you feel is how you feel. But your behaviour can still be supportive. You can still be there for him. But it doesn't mean like if you don't feel like that, then it doesn't mean you know. If I've if if I have moved on from it, the support it just reduces and reduces every single time. Not necessarily. Sometimes person, people might no, need me support. Me personally. Me personally. Okay. Me cool, personally. cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not good. So it's sorry. We, 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 no, that's yeah. <clears throat> no, it's nothing. But then, so but if you because and I have the same thoughts as well. But it's just that ultimately, so when you boil it down, is that you're responsible pretty much for everything that you do. You're not. You can't. You can't change the world, but you can change yourself. You know, it's like that old adage, right? And you can't change what what happens to you externally, but you can change how you react to it. Um, but then, so ultimately, ultimately, you're responsible for what you do. But <clears throat> again, it's the it's not it's not nature nurture, but it's it's um it's are you ultimately responsible for everything that you do? Because environment plays an impact on how you feel about things. And how you react to things. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, if you've so you said your friends, let's say your friend's best friend. No, it's just an example. Yeah, yeah <clears throat> as example, right? So, it's you know your 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 friends would be would be devastated, right? So, but but he's gone, he's dead, right? <clears throat> so that process of healing. It's it's a difficult one. Ultimately, you can say, look, you 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 determine your reaction to it, but that feeling might be quite deep and quite powerful. Mm. So, is it as easy as I mean, what I'm trying to say is, it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of work because because mm. we're faced with some big things like missing a train. This is something that you can kind of manage, but when it comes to bereavement or you know loss of some kind or even financial challenges, um, yeah, it's it's um, can be quite heavy. Yeah. Mm. I agree. That's why pra- practice. It's always about practice, and mm. the, the, the the way I see it is, it's the same thing as like just going to the gym. It's, it's the same same thing. It's always gonna stretch a little bit and and whatever. So like I, I kind of look at it as like when, whenever there's, there's adversity happening in my life, I, I use I kind of use it as an opportunity for me to practice that to see how how quickly I can get myself to to the to the good space. But this is why I think religion yeah. is quite is plays a plays a role because if you're told that everything happens for a reason and that it's a test, it's a challenge, it's much easier to manage that psychologically. You know, Mr. Train, you know, God God meant for me to Mr. Train because mm. there are bigger, there are better things waiting for me, you know. There, there's an experience that I'm going to have that he or she wanted me to have. It's easier to reconcile that than if it's just you, one, on the platform mm. and, you know, you're going to be late for this job interview. It's like, damn, man, I needed, you know, I needed to get that job. I needed, to, I needed, to, I need to go pay the rent. Mm. Are you religious? <laughs> that was bare breath there. Are you religious? <laughs> <sighs> Do you know what I? I it's it's a big question. It's a big question. Um, 
I not particularly, you know. Is either sorry, just just to, just so. Is there a particular religion you follow? No, I think I've been at, at times. I've been it. really interested in. I've been really, really interested in 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 Christianity okay. initially, in Islam, okay. in Rastafarianism. Okay. Um, but then I've got a lot of friends who are Sikh. My wife's Hindu, and there are elements of those religions that I just think are, are fascinating. Um, in terms of being religious, um, I don't think so. Um, but in terms of having a code, yeah, definitely. Okay. In terms of believing, I think almost in in um in kind of in 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 the power of energy and 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 being able to, I suppose, create purpose. Mm. Um, yeah, I have a belief, and uh, I, I I have a, a strong inclination towards that. Yeah, in terms that's... of following a particular organized religion, um, I have too many questions. I think that's the mm. problem. Fair, as long as you've got a, a belief system, that's yeah. that's that's all it is, man. Do you look yeah. deep how lit life is? Like, that just, do you understand? Do you, sometimes you just say stuff, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I hear it. I hear it because I do. It's, just, it's so lit. It's like, life, life is, do you want to know why life is lit for you, bro? Why? Because it's, life is what you make it and you've made your life lit. You've, you've understood that. You've understood that something going wrong and you sitting in the dumps ain't going to help. You bro, you could be living a shit life, but mentally, mm. if you're winning that battle, brother, you're out here. You are out here. Mm. Yeah, man. That's true. That's true. But I have, I have like obviously, I have, I have downtimes as well. Like the, the right times, but it doesn't feel lit. Like I, I was, how long ago was it, Aladdin? Like how long ago was it? Like three weeks ago. When I was in this two down. I was like, fuck, like it's just like, this is long. Like, yeah. I was just, I was, I, I, <laughs> he looks he's like yeah I remember now nah, I was literally I was I was now nah, I was I was I was like really ill and after that I was just like recovering and just like I was just like my lower back was like killing me and just everything was, just everything that I could think of was wrong but I knew even in that time that life is going to be lit eventually mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying bro life just it can't it can't not be lit yeah. life has to be lit but I, I, don't, I don't think we comprehend the I, I say this a lot, like I get into this mode a lot, but I don't think you comprehend the opportunity or like the the fact that we the existence. Elaborate on that. It's such a big thing. Wait, I want to jump in quickly. <clears throat> no, as in because I remember something that Leo did once in a session, and um, like I can't remember what we were doing. We were talking about something, and we were like, we had like I don't know. We were, when I say complaining, we were we were talking about a challenge that we have that. That, that's difficult to overcome whether it was I think it was funding for the organisation or whether it was the police stop and search something and I remember Leo just said um, alright look Google what are the chances of being alive oh yeah yeah, yeah. and we're like that's okay so just Googled it it was something like 33 trillion or something like that and it's like then you deep it okay so do we realise what has had to have happened in order for us to be here like everything in history has to have happened in the exact same way in order for us to be here. Like, not, we're not just about our parents meeting <clears throat> and, and having sex at that specific time and that sperm being all millions of others of those sperms. It's not just that. It's, you know, all of the bad things that have happened in this world have actually created us, have given us the opportunity to be here. So all the death, the destruction, the disease, that has all given us the opportunity mm. to be here not just the good things the planet in itself everything yeah everything, everything. just just so many elements and it's like our grandparents then grand grandparents and it just it just goes off it's just like 
the amount of things had to line up for us to mm. even sit here on this couch. Mm. It's said, insane. Leo and Jacob in the multiverse. No, but yes, even, yes. Like even. <coughs> is it one in four billion? Something crazy. Like, it's just. I, I think. I oh, think. Okay, do you know wow, what? Okay. I, I actually, one in four billion. One in four billion. I actually, I actually think. I actually feel it's one in infinity. I think. I think. Yeah. No. Yeah. So no. So what I'm saying, I think it's impossible. So I think the fact that we're sitting, I think it's impossible for us to even be alive. I think the fact that we're here is a miracle in mm. itself. Because imagine how many times, <clears throat> like the, the exactly the like everything to have happened to line yeah. up in exactly the same way <clears throat> to create us to be. Like in the, the way I say it, I, I, and by the way, just as, as a disclaimer, I don't mean this in like a negative way. I, I'm, I mean this in the most empowering, like this is incredible kind of way. Like I shouldn't exist. But I was always gonna exist. In reality, though. no, but I shouldn't. <laughs> like, no, no, I, no, no. I know. But what I'm saying to you, I shouldn't. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't want to. I'm saying I shouldn't exist. Like I was I, always gonna exist. Like when, I, when I actually deeper, I shouldn't exist. Gee, my God is. And great. it's like when I, when I start thinking about these kind of like concepts and like what life is, I'm like, what the f like everything just is just so incredible. Gee, well, my, even yeah. even today, right? So we've talked about our actual existence, but then, you know, I had to, you know, you. You were going to be in Italy, right? Mm. You were supposed to be in Italy. You weren't even supposed to be in the UK, right? You're born in Lithuania, right? <clears throat> so you're in the UK right now. That's about where are your parents from, Vato? My mother is Nigerian Brazilian. She was born here. Wow. And my dad is Angolan Portuguese. Born in Angola. That's just all over the place, right? So Come on. And then, and then the UK, right? Do you know what I mean? And then, even to that point, for us three to meet, um, you know, I had to have worked at Fight for Peace, but I had to have got a job and I had to be interested in youth work. And the funny thing is, I, you know, I always remember. I was traveling and I was supposed to, I was going to go into teaching and I applied to, to, to go to university to teach. And the interview was like the day before I came back or something like that. So I couldn't do it. But, and I, so I thought, okay, let me just apply for a youth work, uh, like qualification instead. But that interview was afterwards. So it was just a question of dates. That meant that I got into youth work, hmm. which meant that I set up a charity. <clears throat> but the funding had to run out for that charity at a specific time in order for me to then come to fight for peace. And the old person who was, who was running it had That's to have left at that particular time, had crazy. to have babies. She was having twins. And then she had left at that particular time in order for me to jump in. Crazy. So all of that had to happen. And then you guys had to meet us. I mean, like, when you just yeah. think yeah, about yeah. it, it's insane. Just for this to happen, just for, you, this. Just for this conversation to happen is already insane. And imagine all the prior... All the humanity prior to this and, and, and all, all the other stuff. It's actually, that's what I'm saying. She didn't exist. Mm. I really Guys, shouldn't. life is crazy. <laughs> life is crazy. It and is, so, it is. But I think, you know, what's, what's fascinating is, is that that's why, like, I often think about that. Like, I often tell people, I, I tell people exactly the same thing. Look, Google how, you know, what the chance of you being mm. here. Um, I use that same thing because when, when I start to think about, because it serves two purposes. Number one, it serves an appreciation of why we're here. So actually, look, Sorry. just like stop complaining. Sometimes I say to myself, mm. like, stop complaining. Um, and then Strong. the second thing is, is actually is, is <clears throat> like anything is possible, man. Like literally anything is possible for, for us, for, for, for me to have got this far. Like you said, what, four billion sperm? Four billion. So we beat, we beat four God billion damn. other people. Imagine that, four billion. Like each and every one of us did something pretty amazing. We swam the fastest. No, no, no. I had I had a different trick still. I was scrapping. I was scrapping my man. No, no, no. I told everyone the embryo was that way still. You know the ones there. I said, yo, man, them. I said, man, them. I said that way, that way. You get me? 
I put a sign and saying that way, and I just see, get me. Trust me, man. There's no way I was the fastest in there, man. There's no Look way. Man said, man said, I had to think smart. No way. Yeah, trust me. Listen, what's that? What's that saying? Work, smart, work smart, work smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so happy. Gee, there's a reason you don't have a mic. I even got a mic right now. Uh, no, but it's, but it's mad, man. And so, I, like, yeah, the idea that we beat, even forget everything else, but the fact that we beat four billion other sperm, and like, is an, is an just incredible to achievement. Yeah, just to just start. To start. Yeah, it's yeah. an incredible achievement. So, I, so I, that, that, I mean, look, there are obviously, um, <clears throat> not obviously, sorry, but things, that there, are, there are challenges, right? But it's a good place to start. Mm. It's a good place sometimes to wake up in the morning and just mm. think to yourself, wow, like, yeah, we did it. One of my mentors of recent um, was like, before you go to bed, just have a think about. <laughs> so maybe he's gonna say something else. <laughs> yeah, yo, your, your mic is gonna get revoked, dude. You're, you're gonna be on Aladdin's terms in the moment. <laughs> so what? Aladdin just confirmed it's one in four hundred trillion, Googles. not four billion. Wow! You hit the Googles. Yeah. One in four hundred. That's right. Aladdin misses a couple zeros sometimes. <laughs> it happens. He adds or misses. It's all wow. good, man. <laughs> What was yeah. I saying? Sorry, Voltaire. You were saying um, your mentor. Yeah, mentor. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was bed. like, oh, before you go to bed, um, just have a think about what you've done for the day um, and just give thanks. Yeah, give yeah, thanks yeah. for exactly what's gone on. Because yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. it could have gone many, many. What are you on, bro? Are you right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So and say then, that one more time. And then, he's like, and then he's it. like, when you wake up in the morning, just have a think about the sort of person you want to be. Do you get mm. Have a think whether you want to be strong, whether you want to be um, prideful, whether you want to be wise, whether you want to be, uh, whether you want to have determination mm. throughout the day and speak it out loud because this allows you, and let it be the first thing you do before you check your phone. Um, maybe say good morning to the missus or whoever it is that you're lying next to or not, but then, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> G will die. G, you know? <laughs> that one won't rest. Um, but yeah. So from there, I've started doing it and it's allowed me to, I don't know, it it gives you a young piece of vim, you know? <laughs> like, from when I get out of that bed, guys, you, nothing can go wrong that day. And mm. if it goes wrong, it is what it is. Keep it moving. Do you get But um, but I just... Then, <clears throat> sorry, no, go, go on. No, no, continue, continue. <clears throat> no, I was just going to ask. So then, but then my only challenge, right, <clears throat> this is again from like a youth work perspective, is that, or just my experience in youth work is, some people are going through some fucked up things, right? Undo. Like, I mean, we're not, we're not just talking about hardships. Like, you know, it could be sexual abuse, you know, on a daily basis, right? So that's the one thing is I feel like, you know, we're very fortunate. I, f I feel like, uh, I hope, you know, not to not to have to experience that on a daily basis. Um, so it's like, how do we talk to those types of people? Like... So do, do, do you know what? And this is this is what I learned through youth work as well. So I'm really great. I learned a lot through youth work actually. I'm I'm so grateful I've taken that path in life. Um, I th I think that if if I didn't have the opportunity to build myself through that way, I think I wouldn't have learned certain things. So actually, with that with that particular thing, it's actually not about making them think like us or making them feel like us because obviously you know if they're feeling you know, they've been traumatised and, and all these things are going through. I can't just say, yeah, feel like this or feel like me. Yeah, you're lucky. It doesn't work yeah. like that. Yeah, I think what I realised, the most important thing in youth work or any type of human support work or whatever is being there for that person, whoever the person is. So I, I think earlier we were talking about, said I want to become like, um, you know, I want to become like a candle in the dark. So like if someone's in a dark place, then I'm that candle that you go to to light up or just to say like, yo, like this is what I need or 
however I can support the person, if I can become the resource for that person's growth and development, then that's what it is. So then, but then, I'm sorry, it's not even but, it's to add is, that's where I think that as as much as we can do that work for ourselves, um, we do need other people to support us, right? So you mentioned that it was a mentor who, 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 um, who maybe, I don't know, flicked a switch or basically just <clears throat> gave you something that you could do when you wake up or before you go to bed, right? Um, and I think sometimes there's a, you know, I feel like there's a lot of emphasis on the person. Like if you didn't do well, it was because you, you know, you, you didn't have the right mentality, mm. right? Mm. <clears throat> but for a lot of people, um, they're in situations in which it's very difficult to obtain that type of mentality because you're not surrounded by those types of people. So it's one of those ones where I'm, I'm always, at the same time as being appreciative of where of where where all of us are in this room, um, I'm also I'm also aware that um, that type of mentality is is very difficult and very challenging. And some people are are managing almost not insurmountable tasks, but but huge challenges that are very difficult to, to escape from. Mm. It stems back to what Leo was saying about the blackjack hand. Mm. You get it? Yeah. Wow. I was like, actually going to say like this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so sometimes some people got some really, really shit hands. Wow. Um, and you know what? The sad reality is sometimes in life, some people don't ever have the person who comes along and says, you know what, you have to play your hand like this. Mm. And some people have that hand for the rest of their life and it's shit. Mm. But yeah. that, that being said, sometimes you might not have the teacher that teaches you, you have to play your hand like this. And but with life, with the experiences that they go through, they soon start realizing, oh, maybe I can't do this. Maybe I can't do that. Maybe this is actually the right way to play. Mm. Maybe I can cover this with this, you know? And so it, those experiences sort of help to build a person and then it might take them a little bit longer. Might not be mm. as easy as having someone tell you. But at least it's a, it's a route to still getting there, you know? Mm. It's a route to still getting there. And and other side reality, sometimes people look at a hand and they say, I'm not going to play. Mm. And that, obviously, that's a metaphor, but that looks in many in many different ways. That's very destructive, yes. um, yeah, um, for that person. So, yeah. You get me? I, I like how we went from happy to, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, yeah, man, low. that's, that's low, life. Low, life is emotions, bro. It goes up, it goes down, it yeah. fluctuates, bro. We're saying energy in motion. Yeah. Emotion, isn't it? <laughs> but then, I'm but that's, piano. I feel, is the challenge when you're talking to someone, um, whether it's your, I don't know, it could be your son, your nephew, it could be your, your brother or whatever. Um, but it's, it's then how do you, how do you motivate that person? I know this is like a random, but it's like, how do you motivate that person? Because at the same time, sometimes you want to explain to them, look, this is the hand you've been given, right? <clears throat> the chances are pretty, you know, pretty tough in order to, to escape whatever it is you're dealing with. Like I said, if it is something like some like sexual or physical abuse or just extreme poverty. So do you explain to them the reality? Because the human, the human mind is quite smart, right? If you tell someone, sorry, it, it can be manipulative. If you tell... If you tell the human mind that the chances are slim, very often it will just say, okay, let me just, I just accept that, right? Mm. But actually you want to try and motivate that person. So maybe the best thing to say is actually, look, there are, you know, anything is possible, but anything isn't possible. So it's how do you deliver a message to someone that both motivates someone? Because the challenges are, if you sometimes tell people, look, it's up to you whether you succeed or not, whether you extricate yourself from the situation, knowing full well that it's very difficult to do so. 
And then when when potentially they fail, which which the chances are they will if they're in that situation, they blame themselves and don't actually blame the circumstances, mm. which may make them feel a bit better. Correct me if I'm wrong, but everyone here in this room, like everyone's learned through being challenged by something or some who some so, so another person. And I think and I think what you're saying, I think sometimes is it's, it's a challenge. So like I, 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 even in in you know like. Um, because I, 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 I don't want to say this and sound like insensitive, but even if someone's going through the matter situation in life, and I'm not saying a challenge where like it, it creates more hardship for that person, but a challenge where it takes that person out of that circumstance of saying, look, we need to do this thing is going to be challenging, but for you to get through this thing or to get into the, to the other side of, you know, living a better life, you're going to have to, I'm going to have to challenge you and make you like, or do this thing where like you're going to have to develop yourself or just be in a different thing. So it's always through the... I'm gonna challenge you in 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 a in the most positive, best way possible for you to change your life. Well, it has to be through challenge. That's true. <clears throat> What's um, iron sharpens iron. Do you know what I mean, mm. it's, 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 yeah, yeah. Nah, but but yeah, just just we, we can start wrapping up. Um, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? Is, is there anything you want to say? Like just anything, anything you want to say right now? Just I don't know. It's just random. Yeah, well, I got love for you, man. So much mm. love for you. And Voltaire, I need you to explain the name. I don't care if it's on camera, whatever, we shut it down. I need to know. That's a, such a powerful name. Um, my mother was very well read. Okay. Um, and when I was born, she just decided, listen, I need to give this, this son of mine a step up in life. Um, so she decided to name me Voltaire, knowing um, exactly who the philosopher was. Um, knowing his morals and also knowing um, that the name Voltaire will open doors in in rooms that I may not even be in yet. Mm. That's true. If you were called Andy, no disrespect to an uncle called Andy. But Sorry, like, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, but no, but for real, like I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as interesting. But mm. listen, Andy comes in handy, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> get me, Don. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? Sorry, that was too funny. But you know, you know what I'm gonna say. Actually, this this kind of doesn't help me segue <laughs> into the next point as well. Which, it's not really nice. Well, it's nice, but it's not. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I ain't got love for you. I love you, not for what you can do for me, but for who you are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not honestly, bro. Like this time, bro. I don't talk to you for like six months sometimes, it's true, and true. it's just I, th I told you I don't I don't measure my December my connections. Yeah, when's the, yeah? When's the last time December. I spoke? What have we spoken? No, no, not spoken. But last time, like we linked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's time ago. Mm. But yeah, no, but, but we haven't spoken since then. But but regardless, it's like, bro, like, yeah, it's just it's and and I think do you know what's really interesting in life, yeah. Why, why, why are you looking like that? I'm looking, I'm just... Um... You know what's really interesting in life? I, I think um, I was watching something and, and it made me think about it. Um, it's the guy that, that, that does the dad stuff with his son. Yeah, raising boys to men. And I was watching, he was talking about, he, he had, um, he was talking to both of his sons, innit? Yeah. And I was asking them, it's like, okay, cool, if I tell you I love you, it's like, how do you know that I love you kind of thing? Mm. Um, but basically, long story short, he got to the conclusion that the way that they know that he loves um, his kids is by his actions. And I realized that actions mm. come from intention. So whatever my intention is inside, that's going to reflect in my actions. Okay. So a lot of the time it's, it's, it comes through that. What if, just as an example, the dad may not love his son, but he's doing actions that would 
put off that he loves his son. What do you mean? So, I don't know. Let's say he's they're hungry, so he takes them at McDonald's just yeah. to get them fed. Yeah, the children may see it as oh, um, daddy loves me. He's buying me McDonald's. Mm. Do you get? It? So that's he. He might not have the intention of love. He might just have the intention of feeding. Okay. Do you get? It? <clears throat> so I see what you're saying. Do, do, do you know what? Like, not 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 to get into this like fully, but just I think intuitively people can tell. Like, I think I always say, like, kids are, you know, I said earlier, kids are not stupid. Do you remember they like the feeling informs whatever? They know, they know what's going on to some extent. But although I would say there's that one of the signs of, like, of, of abuse uh, or, or people who then abuse other people is that when they were young, they received abusive behavior and misunderstood that abuse for affection. Mm. Or uh, I'm not even talking about kind of sexual, it could be physical abuse, it could be um, mental abuse, emotional abuse, mm. but they regard that as, 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 uh, as that is what love is. Or at least that's what, and because the assumption is, is that the parent loves their kids. And so what you're doing to me must be a representation of love. Mm. And so that's why then they might go and uh, do that elsewhere mm. because they, they, they don't have an understanding of what love is. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Damn. Yeah, this is this this Eight is deep. Million. Um, huh? Eight million people listening. Yeah. Message. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Um, now f first, just before that, is there anything you want to promote? So, for for the audience that we've got, if anyone's got money to buy properties and stuff, um, <laughs> but yeah, any, anything you want to promote? <clears throat> um, so, the the challenge for us at the moment, <clears throat> what we want to do is. We're trying to get as many people as possible, young people really, or anywhere aged between kind of 20 and 35 to get on the property ladder, to have um, a piece of property that they own. And from our perspective, doing that in Ghana is, is a good place to go. Uh, and genuinely, this is, from our perspective, this is, this is something that we believe um, is a way of being able to get young people to do something that's financially supportive for themselves that they might not be able to do in the UK. So I don't care if it's through us or anyone else, but we really want people um, to look at where they can invest their money abroad because mm. the UK is a difficult situation. So mm. listen, man, whoever you're doing it through. Are you listening? Um, yeah, so whoever you're well. doing it through. <laughs> so if, if, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, how did they get in touch with you? If someone was like, you know what, I want to get into it. I've got this much money I've been saving or whatever it is. Instagram, Dr. Jacob Vigas. That's my name on Instagram. Um, and then, yeah, man, just find me and holler. Because we'll put in the description. You know, I even went to um, an event recently, and um, actually, it was a young person that I used, um, I used to work with, and now she's running in tech. She works in tech. She set up like a property event for people who are just interested in becoming more financially literate. And um, yeah, man, there's a whole heap of young people there who are just really interested. Who they just hit me up, and we've had conversations with them since. And I'm not an expert, but I, I'll, I'll, from my perspective. I'll do whatever I can to try and support people to get to a point where they feel like they can support their families when they mm. have them. Because at the moment in the UK, it's really, really difficult for a lot of young people. And basically it's either a delivery job or you're going to have to do something on social media. Um, but it's tough, man. It's tough. And we need to do what we can. <clears throat> yeah. There's, there's um, apparently there's, um, yeah, actually I'm not going to get into it. Um, it's gonna be a while, but um, yeah. So, so, so the last, the last, the last part is um, uh, when you get a chance to say something to eight billion people. Do you know what? I'd, I'd even like it. You know what? Let me just, let me just crap that. What's your <laughs> message to the world, man? Message to the world. Um, 
send the elevator back down. Mm. Woo! What? What? That's cold, my bro. Uh. Man said send the elevator back down. Give me give me. Yeah, because last yeah, no, last time when he came on the pod, his last message was um speak to your grandparents. His last message was make sure you have conversation with the older generation, find out how they did it. And I was like, alright, that's a strong message. This one here, yo, the aircon just came on. <laughs> yeah, the next thing. I appreciate it. That was lit. Come on. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. It was lit. No, come on. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.